My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and I host the Scars and Guitars podcast. This is my conversation with a fellow called Brandon Shapati. He's the singer in a band called Bleeding Through. The reason for the conversation is to promote Bleeding Through's brand new album for 2018, out May 25th, I believe, called Love Will Kill All. Let's see what he has to say. Here we go. No worries, mate. All right, so how's things been for you so far today? I take it you're at your, your gym from the sound of things? Yeah, I'm at, my, I'm at work right now. Yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. I was actually watching uh, a really interesting video that was posted to YouTube of yourself and Levi. I think it was on the Vans Warp Tour. I could be wrong. It might not have been uh-huh. on that tour, but yeah, it was It was good stuff. It was. It's kind of like your... Um, you know, the whole sex, drugs and rock and roll thing, mate, it's something that's been built up in the media as being something that's important to rock and metal bands, but you're sort of turning that on its head. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you got to kind of be a little bit responsible, but there's so much downtime on tour, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's one of those things where uh, um, it's like, for me, like when I toured, I didn't like drink and I didn't like do drugs and stuff. So it was really, mm. it was like the downtime of tour could like crush you if you don't like kind of, like fill that like time with something productive so um that's when i just like kind of really started dedicating myself to to working out because and really it was funny because it's, i almost feel like it, it happened out of boredom a little bit but at least it was like constructive and in a positive way but um yeah i mean i've always been like somebody that's been like super athletic but um i definitely if you were touring around with bleeding through back back then we definitely were a band that uh was not part of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We were more part of like the, um, I mean, at least for me, we were more just like work out and, and do your job. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you get the energy and the drive from, though? To, to I mean, I look, I've, I've traveled a little bit myself, and did, I mean, I'm 40 years of age, so I've done it the last 10 years, and it really knocks me about a bit. You know, the traveling, jet lag, you know, the um, the dehydration of the body when you're on so many flights, and just being in different time zones. So. Where do you get the enthusiasm and the energy and the drive to continue to work out when you're on tour? It's tough, man. Like what I try to tell people sometimes, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're just like a zombie and you just got to like, it's part of the deal, man. You just got to move forward. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, there'd be days where, I mean, be so tired and so drained and stuff. And, but it was just part of the routine. And, and it was like, for me, I'm very like routine oriented and, it's just, you know, if I broke that routine, like my whole like day kind of like unravels and I kind of saw like there's certain things like for me, um, just like on a, on a mental level, like I'm, I'm bipolar. So like, I have to like Hmm. set certain things through my day that I have to accomplish and, and working out was like one of them. And, um, so when I was on tour, it was just, it was like one of those like things, like it was almost as important as like eating. So I had to just get through that. (laughs) So a lot of times I didn't really want to, but you know, I did, I just, I just had to do it. But looking back at it, so much stuff like I had discovered, like on tour was like, you know, I got to see things like in certain cities and stuff that, you know, you know, sometimes I would walk like 30 minutes, 40 minutes to find a gym. And, but I got to like walk through a town and like see things and like really kind of like soak in the atmosphere a little bit and like where we were. So a lot of times I got to see it from like another, like another level and versus like a lot of times when you're on tour, you like you're in the venue and that's really all you see but for me it was like a way for me to get outside and and kind of explore a little bit too yeah yeah well it's really inspirational mate i gotta hand it to you i've spoken to levi a few times now in the last 12 months or so so do, do you get a lot of the guys in bands when you're on tour particularly the package tours or the festival tours reaching out to you and saying look 
I'm, I'm trying to change my lifestyle. I'm trying to make some decisions that will be beneficial to my health. How can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, too, for me, I, I love doing that because if a band reaches out to me, you know, it's, it's not easy, but it's I put together like a workout for them on the road and just find out what kind of equipment they carry with them. And if they have access to going to gyms and the means to do that and they let me know like what they can do, like what kind of budget they're kind of working with, because a lot of it's about like what they're putting in their body as far as food goes. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where, um, you know, you know, they give me like the specifics of like what they're dealing with and, and I kind of work with them. And a lot of times people done it and gotten good results, but you know, sometimes too people like don't do it and then it just kind of like goes for naught. But yeah, I like yeah. helping. I like kind of hoping to like trying to change the dynamic of living a little bit more of a healthier life when you're on the road, because I think because bleeding through lived a little bit healthier when we we're on the road that all of us are in really good shape and, you know, still really active and, looking still pretty young to be honest and yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny like i see i see a lot of bands getting back together and i'm just like damn they look so fucking old yeah agree. and then i looked at us and i'm like do i do we look that old and then he's like no man you guys look like exactly the same almost and i'm like that's fucking i mean we definitely look older but but we we look better than i feel like most bands that have been around for that long because they lived so hard and for us i think we paid a little bit more of a premium on how like we took care of ourselves well, you're giving yourself career longevity. We certainly help. Yeah, definitely. You know, maybe we'd better talk about your excellent new album, which I've had an opportunity to have quite a few listens to. So, life will, awesome. Life will kill all. Okay, so yeah. it sounds like it's one of those records that consolidates the band's sound. Would Would you agree? And what else have you got to to add to what you're trying to achieve with Life Will Kill All? I think with Love Will Kill All, I think it was. It's just like one of those things where. I do think it's like a really good culmination of like what the band has done like through our whole career. Um, I think taking that like almost five year break and not knowing if we were going to do it again, but just always kind of, you know, it, we always said like, if we're going to do it again, it's going to be organically and we're all going to want to do it. Hmm. Um, but I think once we came back and we decided that we were going to do it, um, one of the things that we that I did is I listened to every bleeding through song that we recorded in my studio, and which was painstaking because like I absolutely hate the sound of my own voice. But um, <laughs> so having to listen to all those songs and kind of going down memory lane and being like, oh my god, that song, or and on the flip side saying like, oh my god, like that song's fucking awesome. I never really really realized it because and it was kind of cool. Like I, I kind of almost like rediscovered a lot of songs and a lot of the sounds that we were doing and stuff. And I just try to put myself into that mindset. And I think going into it for us, we were so mentally clear and we just, we didn't have the stress of the music industry. We didn't have stress of the business. We didn't have expectations. Mm. And we really just said, what do we like doing? Like what, what do we think the sound of bleeding through is? And that's what we put out there for level kill all. And I think that one of the approaches that we did is we, I feel like we kind of simplified everything a little bit where a lot of times I felt like, the techiness of the guitars and drums and whatever kind of overshadowed other instruments. And this time, yeah. you know, simpler guitars kind of make way for um, more like prominent keyboard sounds and, you know, simple drums kind of make way for, you know, guitar riffs to kind of shine through a little bit. It's almost like that Iron Maiden approach, you know what I mean? Like yeah. simpler, but better. And I think that that helped us like kind of shine through, but really carry the vibe. And when I look, listen back, I kind of feel like it really, I, I, I like to say it's kind of like, 
it's kind of like the truth and declaration smashed together. It has like the melodicness of like the truth, but it has like the attack of uh, declaration and, but just done, I think in a more mature way. uh, uh, Both of those albums, do you get feedback from fans that they're the high watermark for the band? So are they, are they albums that fans go, they're the two albums that I really appreciate? I think the ones that that mostly people are into are is uh, Love Lo- or not Love um, This is Love is Murderous and The Truth are the two that like kind of okay. yeah. people remember the most. And I think that was just during the peak of the band, so people naturally got that. And that's the, honestly like when people still bought records. I mean, that's like when those both those records benefited from people from you know record stores existing and stuff like that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I think the majority of people that know of us have heard those records above all, but. Uh, yeah, I just, I think those are the, those are the benchmarks. So, but I, I, there's something about the record declaration for all of us. I think for most of us, it's our favorite record. So we just really wanted to kind of like capture that mindset that we had on that and, um, you know, give and do the things that we'd like to do off of, uh, this is love is murderous and the truth. Yeah. Okay. And if you, have you had any change in membership since uh, the Great Fire in 2012? No, um, we're pretty much the same. The only the only thing that's happened is uh, Dave Nassi is no longer playing guitar for us anymore. But and so it's really the five the five members that we have right now are the ones that were in the band the longest, um, the ones that were on almost every record. Um, there was a couple of in the beginning where we had different lineups and stuff, but um, from from this is love, this is murderous. Till now, the five that we have right now have been intact, and we're the ones that you know have wrote the most, have been through the most as a band, went through the ups and downs, yeah, um, and all that kind of stuff. So we decided to go forward with just those five because we just felt like those were the ones that really personified what Bleeding Through was. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have we had Scott Deneau playing guitar for us for a long time, and he was a founding member with me, and he played on the first couple records and. He was a big part of it too, but we just felt moving forward that we just wanted to keep it really streamlined and and go in with that five people. Yeah. Okay. So you got a new label these days too, in Nuclear Blast or um, sorry, Sharp Tone. I know they're Sharp Tone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with with Sharp Tone. So what what sort of support have you received from them that's been different to what you've received in the past with say Roadrunner and Rise? I think just enthusiasm. I think that's something that like just pops out. Um, they seem really interested in the band. And I feel like with, you know, with, with rise, they were really, they were, I mean, first off at roadrunner, they're always awesome. I mean, they're a great label and they do a lot for their bands and, um, you know, they've, they've helped us out like so much internationally. Um, but with rise, I just feel like we, they didn't really know what they were signing with us and they didn't really know how to handle a band that was a little bit older. Like us, the roster was like pretty young at the time and so i feel like we got mo- we got kind of got washed away with the modern age of doing things yeah we weren't really one of these bands that slaved away on instagram or facebook and they were always trying to say oh you need to do this 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 and this and we're like dude we don't really want to do that stuff you know and it's like i get it they were trying to help but i just don't really feel like they they really understood the vibe of the band with sharp tone it's a little bit different they have such a uh, uh wide array of, of bands like newer and old um and then Sean, the guy who runs Sharp Tone, I've known for a lot of years. So okay, yeah. um, knowing him and kind of respecting him, like through the, the music industry, and then having our friends and like Amur and uh, Miss May I, and we came as Romans oh, yeah, signed, right, yeah. and they have 
not, and those bands have nothing but amazing things to say. I was like, dude, let's do this. Like they were the first label we approached. Um, the fact that Nuclear Blast is behind them too, with, they did an amazing job with Declaration in Europe and everywhere else. And we were just really excited to like work with that team. And their enthusiasm was like, listen, we know what you guys are. We just we're excited that you guys are like back doing this record, and we want to do whatever we can to let you guys benefit from the things that you didn't get to benefit from being, you know, kind of missing out on all this like new stuff. You know, we weren't like I said, we weren't really a social media band. Like we, you know, a lot of these bands like carry on their their careers through social media. And yeah. We weren't like we just we just weren't. We were older. We were stuck in between that little age right there. So yeah, but indeed. they're making it really easy for us to transition to that and kind of walking us through it. And they kind of laugh at us all the time because we're just like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? You don't know what this is? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. You know, things like that. So they're opening up a lot of new like like windows for us and i think i just really feel that they're really behind the band it's just really really exciting to see i don't think that we're like a band that to them we're just like oh well it's bleeding through and they had like a successful career and we just like want to put out a record because i think it's cool it's like they kind of see this as a new opportunity and and that's what i kind of wanted uh whatever label that put it out to kind of see it as not as like a continuation of the old band but kind of almost like a fresh start and i felt like they were the most fresh that we can get mm. yeah and you mentioned some of the the bands that share your label so sink the ship miss may i really like levi miss may i um mm-hmm. settle your scores savage hands don brocco yeah. there's some really fantastic new bands and you guys to your point you guys are when i say a legacy act you know what i mean you've been there for 20 plus odd years and you've been playing music for a lot longer than that of course but do you think yeah there's an opportunity for some of the bands to get together and put on something like a like a bit of a, a label tour like what roadrunner used to do there should be at least there should be like a showcase yeah. Because like that's one of the things that drew me to the label too is because there's such diverse music on there. Um, like even like in a band like I really like too, while she sleeps is on the label and I'm like that band's fucking awesome. I want to yeah. play with them, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean that's one of the things that drew me too is like the diversity of the of the music and how it was very tasteful. And one of the bands I like too is that band Palisades, and uh, sure. uh, uh, that's a band that like. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, I forgot. I totally just lost my train of thought. But anyway, right. <laughs> with 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 like the diversity of the bands, like um, it was just really something cool that I really liked. Yeah, cool. All right, mate. I'll make this my last question. Australia, do you think you'll be coming down anytime soon? Yeah, I've already been talking to a promoter. A couple different companies like reached out to me about it. So um, we're gonna kind of talk with the people that have brought us over before and, and see like what they're they're thinking of. Um, we're you know the only thing with us is we're kind of working with like minimal time just because everybody in the band like has other careers and stuff like that yeah. but um we'll should we should be able to get a week out of it and be able to come and hit all the major spots and play over there i mean that's one thing is that like we wouldn't be doing this if we weren't willing to go to places that we used to go to yeah. we don't just want to put out a record and that be it so um we're going to try to be as active as possible so going over to australia is definitely a key for us all right, well, good on you. Congratulations on your career and this new excellent album too, and hopefully I'll catch so the show. No worries, mate. Awesome. Take care, everyone. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and I host the Scars and Guitars podcast. That was my conversation with the front man of a band called Bleeding Through. His name, Brandon Chapatti. Thank you so much for listening.